Welcome to the Chad Cargill HD Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. It's great to be with you for episode 36. Does eating certain foods help raise ACT scores? My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. Does what you eat the morning of the ACT help raise your score? And if so, what should those foods be? Today, I've got a short episode for you on a question I get asked a lot. This question of, hey, are there certain foods that are brain foods or uh, foods that I should make sure that I eat the morning of a test to to raise my score? So I get asked this a lot, and I've you know, it's something I've always kind of had an opinion on, but today I'm just going to go through some of the thoughts with you of people who think you maybe should and some that, you know, maybe uh, not so much. So let's go through just a little bit of background on this. And then at the end, I'm going to give you my short, simple opinion. So it's interesting if you just simply do an internet search. So if you get on your DuckDuckGo or Google or whatever you like to use and just type in foods to eat before a test or whatever you want. I mean, there's a million of them out there that have opinions on this. So when you just start searching for these, you're going to be amazed at how many different suggestions, things that you find on there. Uh, You start searching what to eat before an exam. Immediately, you're going to get all kinds of stuff. Should you eat before an exam? What do I eat one hour before the exam? Should I eat before the morning of the test or during the test? Should I have a snack? There's, so, there's just a million of them on here. And most of the answers are similar. And I'm just going to go through a little bit of that with you. And, and a lot of it is what you commonly hear just in general about if you want to be healthy and you want to think clearly that things you should do. So you'll find some sites or experts or whatever will even break this down to eat these kind of foods the night before, eat these in the morning, eat these at the break. It gets a little bit ridiculous, but you know, just in general, it's what you would expect. You want some protein, you want some vegetables, you want some fresh fruit, carbs. Then you'll see, well, you want to eat nuts because nuts really increase. And so some are real specific, like some will have a, have this belief that you need to eat salmon the night before a test. Salmon is like the crucial thing. Some believe strongly that you need a whole wheat pasta, or you need a heavy dose of rice the night before. Most of them will, you know, tell you to avoid the heavy sugars and, and things like that. But There are some that go back and forth. I mean, where you read on one, you know, recommended site that you should avoid certain things and then others say you should do it. So uh, there's a lot out there. You'll you'll find a lot of different sites will say uh, specifically that the morning of a test, very common that you'll see people will suggest you should eat eggs, uh, whole grains, cereal, yogurts, nuts. I saw one that said cottage cheese. I mean, Dude, listen, anybody that out there eating cottage cheese, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That That's just, I, I think even looking at cottage cheese the morning of a test might uh, cause my score to go down. I have no idea how you people eat that stuff. But anyway, uh, low fat milk, which is interesting to me. I mean, why not regular milk? Why not 2% milk? I, I, anyway, um, toast with jam, 
oatmeal. Uh, I've seen, you know, that you should eat blueberries or dried fruits. And I don't know why dried fruits, but I, I see that. Uh, I saw one site that suggested that you should eat figs and prunes. I, I mean, well, all right. And then, you know, also you'll see on a lot of these um, experts or sites or whatever, where they'll, they'll say things you shouldn't eat. And so typically it's kind of what you'd expect, like, you know, heavy sugars, you know, try not to uh, eat a lot of heavy sugar. And, and uh, some say, be careful that you don't eat too many potatoes or rice in the morning of a test because, you know, you, you get too heavy on carbs. You could, you could be in trouble. Uh, some of this stuff, you know, you, you see it, you, you think, well, yeah, I, I typically don't eat a million potatoes in the morning, but okay. So then you get to some that are a little more on the iffy side and carbs is a good one of that um, because some say you should eat carbs in the morning. Others say you shouldn't eat carbs in the morning. Some uh, sites or experts you'll, you'll read will say you should have caffeine before the test. Others say avoid caffeine, no caffeine. Some some will say, hey, you should drink coffee or green tea, um, that that might help you. Others will say not. Some studies say you should chew gum uh, in the morning, chew gum even during the test, because that will raise awareness. Some say that you should, uh, peppermint is very good. Maybe you should have peppermint candy during the test. So I here's, here's one thing that I would say about this. Uh, you know, I try to research, I, I, I tried to research in that to see what scientific studies are out there that show one way or the other. And one that I, I found that, uh, some people will reference is, uh, they'll, they'll go back to a, it's a study that was done by the university of Alberta, Canada. And there's a Chicago Tribune article and that's, uh, that quotes it. And so the Chicago Tribune article from October 15, 2009, uh, it, it just says, it says nutrition is important for all of us, especially our children. And what children eat does make a difference, especially in school. And then it, it, it quotes uh, the uh, Journal of School Health, the journal published on behalf of American School Health Association. It then identifies the study by the University of Alberta to establish the link between the diet and academic performance. So they studied 5,000 kids. And of the 5,000, they looked at 4,589 fifth graders that were, were participating in a children's lifestyle and school performance study. And 875 of those had failed an elementary literacy assessment. So what they concluded in the test, the Chicago Tribune article says, and I quote, the better a student's eating, the less likely he or she was to have failed the test. The researchers found even after they adjusted the data for the effects of parental income and education, school, and sex. The study demonstrates the importance of overall diet quality to academic performance and gives emphasis to the importance of children's nutrition, not only at breakfast, but throughout the day. So then it goes on later to say, you need to start out with a nutritious breakfast, the health-promoting lunch of whole grains, fresh fruit, and vegetables, and make sure we're getting our daily recommended intake of vitamins and minerals. And then I've seen on uh, one site where they were saying, it's important that you have a B vitamin because B vitamin is going to increase your brain function or your brain power. The more I read about this and see what people are saying, the more it seems like, hey, that well-balanced diet and a consistent diet is important. So what is my opinion on this? 
Well, I think I may have already given it away a little bit. I, I tried to be very neutral in the beginning. I don't get caught up in any of this. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I don't get caught up in any of it. I would love to see a study like where you knew that, hey, on this day, this person sucked on a peppermint and the score was higher. And then the next day, it was the equivalent test. He didn't suck on the peppermint and oh, wow, the score was lower. I mean, you don't see studies like that. And I'm, I'm just not sure that it really makes that much difference. I will say this. I know students who have said, hey, I read online that I should eat eggs and carbs and whole grain and dark chocolate. Like so many of them use dark chocolate as an example for sweets because it's not real. So anyway, and, and so people will tell me these things. Hey, I ate all that stuff because it told me to. So I know I scored better. Man, here's all I would say. I'm telling you right now, you put cottage cheese in front of me, and that's probably not the right example, but I think you get the idea. No, Uh, if I ate a huge breakfast, I I would be so sick during a test. Why? Because I don't eat huge breakfasts. I certainly don't when I have to go somewhere. I have a terrible stomach. And if if I didn't treat it like a regular day, I'm telling you I'd be in trouble. If, If I wanted to score highest on an ACT right now, I'm telling you, I would not eat all this food. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I would do. I would go through the drive through of McDonald's and I would get a plain biscuit with honey and a large coffee with four Splenda. And probably every nutrition person out there would be like, well, that's ridiculous. That's not a well-balanced meal. You know what? It, it, look, it's what I get every morning when I go teach. When I go do workshops, I'm going through the drive-thru McDonald's and I'm going to get a plain biscuit with honey and a coffee, a large coffee with four Splenda. And I do it, literally I do it almost every single morning that I teach. It's just what I do. And why? Because I know it won't hurt my stomach and I love the coffee in the morning. And so when I teach in the workshop, I always tell students, do what you do on a regular school day. And I don't think there's anything special. I don't think I'm going to be a better teacher that day because my brain's going to function better if I would have gotten eggs and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, to me, that, that makes no sense. Now, here's what I will say, though. If you believe this is true, that you do need this stuff, I'm cool with that. I don't think you're wrong. I, I really have no way to prove that you'd be wrong. So if you think that that helps you, you should do it. I'm 100% good with that. If you believe that it would help you to eat whole grains in the morning before an ACT and you'd have a higher score, you know what? Do that and you may have a higher score because you you actually go in there with more confidence. And I love anything that helps me have confidence. So even though I wouldn't do it, part of that, part of the reason why I wouldn't do it is it would give me more confidence not to do it because I would be feeling like, yeah, I feel pretty good because I feel every morning and this is what I do. So, you know, it's kind of like... it, it's kind of like this. I've, I've told on this uh, podcast before that I have MS. And so I'm on a drug study right now. I, one of the top MS doctors in the world is in Oklahoma City. And uh, Dr. Pardo is with the uh, Oklahoma Medical Research Foundation MS Center of Excellence. And so it's like three of the last five major drug studies have gone through his clinic. And so I'm one of the patients there and I'm getting to participate in this amazing drug study. So it's a phase two drug study. And so uh, a third of us are on placebo, a third of us are on like a quarter dose and a third are on a full dose of this experimental drug. And so after my first dose, my first infusion, 
man, I could do all kinds of crazy things. It was incredible. I could use my right arm again. I could, I mean, so I, when I went in for my next uh, appointment and the doctors, you know, were doing the interview and all this stuff like, okay, how are you doing, Mr. Cargill? You know, it's, uh, I just told him, I said, listen, I know this is a double blind study. You don't know if I'm on the real stuff. I don't know if I'm on the real stuff, but I said, listen here, if I'm on the placebo, you need to give every MS patient placebo because something awesome is happening. And so I say the same about this. If I don't know, eating that specific breakfast of protein, veggies, whatever, eating the nuts, if, if that gives you that placebo or that belief that it is helping you, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it, man. That's what you should do. So back to my recommendation, I teach in the workshop and I will teach here. Treat it like a regular school day. Do what you're used to. Don't do crazy stuff because the last thing you want is to start going way crazy and then you don't feel good. It, you know, foods don't sit right. So I, I would say that a longer uh, look at this, not a short term, I'm going to do something specific that morning to change things, but a longer term of getting in better health, that makes more sense to me to try to improve a score. Uh, a long term of eating right, sleeping right. I mean, that's the kind of thing that I think can help your cognitive ability. And I don't think I'm saying anything that's revolutionary there. Uh, so uh, the answer to the question, does eating certain foods help raise ACT scores? My answer is no. But over the long term, there's no question that eating the right kind of foods will make us healthier, which would make us stronger and more alert and better at retaining information. And so uh, uh, that's just my opinion on that. And again, I, I know that one's a little controversial because some people are really passionate about you should eat and, you know, certain things uh, before the test. And again, if, if that's the way you feel, I'm great with that. But for me, that's not really the big issue. Well, all right. If you enjoyed the podcast episode, I would really appreciate it if you would leave us some feedback. So I'll have this posted on the Chad Cargo Workshops Facebook page, and you can certainly post comments or questions there. I'd love to know if you agree. If you disagree, I would love to know that too. And I would love for you to comment on that post and just say, hey, this is the food that I always eat, or this is the food that I recommend my students eat, or this is what we do. And I would love to hear that from you. And uh, for certain people out there, uh, they may want to take your opinions or advice on that and try it, which would be pretty cool because if that raises confidence, again, I would love it. So that's a great way you can give feedback. You can also leave reviews on any of the podcast listening apps or, or whatever. If you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, that would be great if you leave that uh, review on there, click that five star and leave that review. That would be amazing. And then you can always go to my website, chadcargo.com and find all the information about my classes, calendar.chadcargo.com. The Academy is open, academy.chadcargo.com. The first thing we're doing on that is the last chance prep workout. That's coming up. That's a week from, well, it depends on when you listen to this. So let's just say it this way. It is going to be the Thursday before the national ACT test, which is October 22nd. So if you're listening to this, the week this comes out, it's coming up on October 22nd, and that'll be a two-hour session with me. We'll be doing that through Crowdcast. It'll be interactive. You'll be able to ask me questions, and I'll go through kind of the last chance, just the last-minute things you got to make sure you know before you walk into that test, and we're going to go through a lot of material that night and make sure you are ready for your ACT. So that will do it for this episode. 
I appreciate all of you listening again. And uh, I'm back every week now with a new episode. And if you enjoyed this, please share it with somebody, somebody who might want to listen and get some tips as well. And if I haven't seen you out on the road at a workshop yet, I'm sure I'll be coming to you soon. I've got a lot of classes coming up. And uh, you can find all that again on calendar.chadcargill.com. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you again soon.